Frequency.fm presents The Amped Interview. Hey, good day. This is Joe Brookhouse from Frequency, and welcome to another Amped Interview. It's been uh, it's been a little bit since we did one. We've been working through some audio issues, but thankfully, um, we're back again, and we're actually graced to have a gentleman here with us who was... Um, um, I don't know if he, we would say he's lucky enough or uh, maybe gullible is the right word, gullible enough to come on and let us uh, interview him and test out the audio setup again now that we're, we're back in order. So I want to introduce you folks to a gentleman named Drew Lai out of, I think it's Bozier City, Louisiana. Is that is that correct, Drew? That's correct, yes. Okay. And the spelling of your last name is L-E-Y, and that's pronounced Lai, not Lay and not Lee, Correct. That's right. It's lie. Yeah. Okay, we had to work that out offline because I had it completely wrong, and uh, I want folks to know as they're listening, even though they can go to the post and see that it's spelled L E Y, but pronounced lie. That if they're looking for information about him online, that's the best way to do it is get the spelling correct. So um, now. Uh, the reason we brought Drew on outside of testing audio, thank you again, sir, is that uh, Drew has recently released uh, an EP called Anchor. I guess the first thing to do is, for folks who don't know you is maybe you can tell us a little bit about yourself, give us a bit of your background, and then we can talk some more about the album. Well, I, I've lived in uh, Bossier City, uh, Louisiana for uh, most of my life now, and um, I, I grew up uh, playing piano. My mom forced me to take piano lessons at an early age uh, when I was about 10 years old. And, um, you know, I didn't like it at first, but now I'm really glad that she did. And, um, you know, I started writing music um, probably probably when I was about 16, and it was mostly just uh, instrumental piano songs. Um, and then when I got to college, it was more classical um, I got a music degree in um, composition and music theory. So I um, started writing string quartets and things like that. And, wow. uh, but really, really God got a hold of me and just, you know, showed me that I needed to, needed to write worship music and, um, you know, music that really, music for the church, that, you know, a way that they could worship him. And uh, so that's what I've been doing. Uh, more seriously, I guess for about um, about the last ten years or so, and wow, okay. uh, you know, I, I definitely see it as a <clears throat> as a progression. I, I believe that I'm a you know I'm a better songwriter than I was ten years ago, and I think it's I think we're, we're constantly you know learning things, and um, I've also uh, been leading worship at my church, which is uh, Bel Air Baptist Church in Bossier City. Uh, yeah. for the past uh, seven years. And so I really feel like that kind of goes hand in hand, you know, the worship leading and worship songwriting. Um, I think that really um, just works well together, if that makes sense. It does. Let, let me ask you a question, and I'm going to depart for just a moment, uh, sure. because you mentioned um, leading worship and writing worship songs. So when um, so tell me a little bit about as you, uh, about how you would take one of the songs you've written and introduce it to your congregation. Okay, sure. Um, there's a couple different ways. You know, a lot of times, um, you know, I'll, I'll just uh, put one in the worship set, and, and I, will, I won't say anything about it. I'll just kind of 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> to see what happens with it. You know, sometimes people really respond well to it and they sing along, and sometimes, you know, you'll find out real quick if it's if it's not a great, you know, congregational song. I think it's, right. it's been a learning experience for me as well. And uh, then also, um, a couple of years ago, we did a, um, a recording project, um, a live recording project at, at the church of all original music. And so I was able to co-write with some people from the church, and it was a really neat experience. Um, so that was a way to introduce a lot of um, original songs at one time. Right. Instead of just on an incremental basis. So there's a couple of different ways, but I think I think definitely if it's something new, um, you know, it helps to you know, either put it in the set a, a couple of weeks in a row or um at least let people know what's going on. Hey, this is a new song. Um specifically like one of your own songs. Um you said so you're slipping that in and not telling folks. Is that generally the way you do it for the sake of um uh, getting just a uh, an unadulterated uh, objective response from folks. Usually, I do it that way, and then you know sometimes I will say, "Hey, this is the new song I wrote." You know, okay. Um, so it just kind of depends, and I, I've tried it both ways. And um, I guess there's a fine line, right? You know, I, I never want to be that guy like, "Hey, I wrote this song," you know, and I don't want it to be about <laughs> me, especially in a worship service. You know what I mean? So, sure. It's, there's kind of this fine line you have to walk, and I think, um, you know, it's, it's always a learning process through that. Yeah, fair enough. I've, uh, as a songwriter myself on a very small scale, it becomes very apparent to me that, that it's interesting. There's songs that I wouldn't foist upon my congregation, but I'm more than happy to promote outside of that. Sure. You know? I think this is good. And then I think, I don't want to play this in front of folks. They're going to realize, you know, you start to realize maybe your song isn't as wonderful as you thought it was initially. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that that's one of the the things that um, us songwriters have to constantly wrestle with. I, I know for me, I like to give a song um, about three or four days. You know, there's a lot of times where I write a song, and I'm like, man, this is the best song ever. And then... You, know, you wake up the next day and you're like, ah, you know, it doesn't doesn't have the same, um, you know, feel that you thought it had, and it, it, so sometimes, you know, it, by giving it a few days, if you still like it after four days, <laughs> then it's probably a really good song, you know. So that's a, that's a good curing period that four right. days. I think so. I think so. Nice. If you don't mind, let's uh, maybe you can tell us about Anchor. It, it was released, I think, about six weeks ago. I was told about it ahead of time. I'm thrilled to get you on here. But tell us about Anchor, the songs that are on there, how it came together. Uh, yes, yes. It actually came out um, the last last part of January, uh, January 27th. Okay. But you know, wow, I'm way behind. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm not always the best at you know letting everybody know when things are out and promoting um, the albums. But, but yeah, I, we probably gave it to you a little bit later than it first originally uh, was, was released. But, yeah, oh, okay. it, it's um, I'm really happy with this the way this EP turned out. Um, uh, Sean Hill at uh, Uphill Studios in Atlanta, Georgia, is, uh, is the producer. He always does a great job, and um, I've been working with him um for quite a few years now, actually, 
uh, got introduced to him through the uh, the songwriting cafe that I know that you were a part of uh, back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, there was a songwriting competition to where I think one of my songs won, like, you know, second or third place or something. And one, one of the Yeah, five I was a judge was, for that one. Oh, okay. Well, you probably... Yeah, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> All right. Um, and I forget what song it was, but um, anyway, the one of the prizes was you get to record um, a song with Sean Hill, and I didn't really know who he was at the time, but um, right. So that, that's that's how I originally met him, you know, a few years back, and then uh, you know I really I really like his style of um, of recording and producing, and you know I've been able to. You know, co-write a couple of songs with him um, over the years as well. A lot of times, you know, I'll, I'll give him a song, and he'll be like, you know, well, you know, I want to do this with it. You know, is that all right? And we kind of make a co-write out of it. You know, because and um, you know, usually I trust him because he, he always does a great job. And um, sure, but so I, I was really pleased with the way this one turned out. I had um, my other EP. It came out um, a couple of years back with uh, Out of Darkness in the Light. And that one was turned out great, too. It's also with Sean Hill. Um, but I, I really feel like this is my best one yet. And this is uh, Anchor. And uh, there's a couple of songs on there that I wrote uh, by myself. That would be um, By Grace, uh, This Is How We Know, and then Every Eye. And then there's two co-writes um, on there as well. Anchor, uh, I wrote that one with uh, Sean Hill and um, Milton Gardner. Uh, he works with Sean at Uphill Studios. And then um, also First Love, um, I co-wrote with uh, my good friend Chris Olson. I think you know Chris as well. Yeah, yeah. No, Chris is a buddy and a good, a good songwriter in his own right. And He's actually the guy who connected you and I to, to chat. So, yeah, no, nope, mm -hmm. good stuff. Yeah, so I'm really excited about this one. You know, it's um, it really came together nicely. And um, I think stylistically, it's, it's kind of shows where I want to be, you know, as far as worship music goes. Now, one of, uh, one of the songs that stands out for me uh, for various reasons on here is Every Eye. First of all, I, I, it's, it's a song, I, I was listening to the EP again on the way into work today, uh, and I was listening to that song, and it, it's one of those that you just start to sing, you can't really stop yourself. And then um, there's a really lovely female voice singing on that track. Now, who is that? Um, that is uh, Christina Whip. Uh, Christina Wells Ainsley uh, was Christina Wells, but she got married uh, earlier this year. And um, she's a good friend of mine. Uh, she lives here in Bossier City. She's actually originally from um, Florida, and uh, but she married a guy that was that lives here in Bossier City, and uh, they're they're really good friends of mine. And she, she's got a great voice. She sings. She's been singing with me at different, you know. Um, you know, restaurants and weddings, and sometimes we, we do little music gigs around town. And so, um, you know, I talked to Sean. I was like, hey, I got this, um, you know, great female vocalist uh, down here that I love to have her sing on on this song. And he's like, you know, yeah, man, let's, uh, let's do it. And so, and of course, you've got other, you know, great female vocalists that could sing it as well. I just, you know, I wanted to be 
caught with someone that I, you know, was good friends with this time uh, for a change. made an excellent choice it's um it's a great song and her voice and uh, the the interplay between your voices is is uh, is fantastic great yeah i think it turned out good well uh, let me ask you let me transition a little bit i know we were trying to set up the interview a couple of weeks ago but you were out of town you were actually i think you were at the kingdom songs retreat uh songwriting retreat for um christian songwriters in nashville correct yes correct that's that's where i was it was a Really neat experience, uh, and a learning experience as well. Um, you, you know, you, you're surrounded by some of the best uh, songwriters in the world uh, there in Nashville. And, um, you know, so, sometimes, uh, you know, it could be humbling, I guess, being around those types of people that have written, you know, most of the songs that we sing on Sunday mornings and the, the songs that you hear on, you know, Christian radio and, uh, you know, so it's very, very neat experience. Um, it's, I think, um, I think Michael Farron, I think it was, um, he and Wisdom Moon, um, and you, you know, both those guys. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I think it was, it was really their, um, you know, idea to put this together. I think this is actually their second kingdom songs, um, songwriting retreat. Yes. Um, and uh, I wasn't able to go to the first one, but um, it's a really neat idea of putting the pro writers, um, you know, the ones that have had songs really make it um, in the same room with, um, you know, amateur songwriters like myself and an independent artist and, uh, you know, people that are, you know, trying to get their songs out there. And, um, and so basically, they split off, um, each pro writer would take about three, um, you know, of the amateur songwriters and they would go write a song together. And then there's another opportunity where you write with, write with your peers on a different day. So I had a chance to write two songs while I was there. Um, you know, officially, I mean, you can always write more songs at night or on your own time, uh, sure. if you'd like. And so, I got to just, it's really just a great opportunity to meet um, tons of people that are you know doing the same thing that you're doing. And that was, you know, I, I wish it could have lasted a month. I think it was like two days is all we had. So right. <laughs> it's one of those things where uh, <laughs> it's just really inspiring to be around those types of people. And uh, I got to write a song with uh, Jenny Lee Riddle, who wrote a uh, Revelation oh. song. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was a really, really neat experience, and uh, I learned a lot from her. You know, there's, um, it's definitely going to, uh, you know, make me work a little bit harder and um, just get more serious about things. I'm not saying I'm not serious now, but I think as songwriters, sometimes we, you know, we, we're, we'll say, well, that's, that's fine or that's good enough, you know, and. 
you know, when you get to a certain level, they don't they don't say those kind of things. There's always there's always can be there always can be improvements, and there's all um, you know, especially with the lyrics. It's one of those things, um, you know, where the syllables have to match up a certain way and the rhyme scheme and just things that I don't always think about, you know. And uh, so sure. I, I really learned a lot um, on that trip, and I'm, I believe that's gonna you know help me in the long run. Yeah, what a great opportunity to write with Ginny Lee Riddle. Um, my friend uh, Richie Fike, who's also from Louisiana, has written with her a number of times and refers to her as the, the Ginsu knife of songwriting <laughs> because she'll just cut through a bad idea um, as soon as it comes out. Yeah, <laughs> it was, uh, well, it was her and then uh, there was, it was myself and two other two other songwriters uh, like like myself. And, you know... You're exactly right. I mean, she doesn't um, sugarcoat things. You know, if there's something she doesn't like, um, you know, she'll, she'll let you know. And she's she's really got a great heart for God. That you can tell that, you know, um, you know, when she wrote a Revelation song, you know, it's not like she was trying to be famous or trying to get a publishing deal. I mean, she really she felt like God wanted the church to sing that song. You know. And, right. and I, I think there's a big, um, I, I think the way I, I really look at things is, you know, if a song is great enough, it's going to get out there. You know, if, 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 um, if a song is great enough, the church is going to want to sing it. And, um, yeah. and that's what happened with Revelation song. Uh, that's what happened with, um, you know, let it rain. That's the one that Michael Farron wrote. Um, oh yeah. A lot of times those songs weren't songs that they were pitching to, you know, different producers and things like that and publishers. It was just the church wanted to sing that song. And so I think that's, yeah. that's an important way for us as uh, worship songwriters to look at it is, you know, what does God want the church to sing? What does the church want to sing? And, um, and so it's kind of changed my perspective on that. Cause so many times, uh, we as amateur songwriters are like, well, you know, we got to get, get our songs out to these people. We got to send them to this person. And, you know, so many times it doesn't, it's not always the best way, you know. So it was right. a really, really great opportunity, though. Take the world and all its lies. Leave only what is true. Be the love. So Drew, as we're as we're wrapping up on time, one of the things I want to make sure we cover is first of all for folks that uh, want to listen to your music, where's uh, where's the best place to pick that album up? Um, great, yes, um, iTunes uh, is probably the, the easiest way to pick it up. Um, really, all of my music is on iTunes. If you want to check it out, um, also you, you can check out my website. It's uh, com. And, um, you know, I'm also, um, you can connect with me on the different social networks like Twitter and, uh, Instagram and Facebook and, uh, Twitter and Instagram is, uh, Drew Rides Music. 
And then uh, Facebook, you can probably find me on there. What I'll do for folks is the folks who are listening, I'll, I'll go ahead and include these in the post. So if you're you're listening, just go over to the website, go to the uh, the show notes, and you'll see all this contact information and a link to um, how you can buy the song right there in the post. Make it easy for you. Okay, great. Yeah. Drew, it's been great chatting with you. I'm glad you took some time. And uh, we're looking forward to uh, perhaps hearing more from you as you're writing songs and as your career start, uh, continues to grow. And I uh, hope you won't, uh, won't be a stranger when it comes to chatting with us on Frequency. I'd love to chat again. That'd be great. Thanks so much, Chip. Cool. Frequency.fm is a podcast featuring Christian artists, authors, creatives, and experts. For more music reviews, book reviews, and articles, please visit us at Frequency.fm.